back to the square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. Today is June 1st, 2021, uh, midway through the year. Man, it's been a long one so far. Uh, we got a bunch of everything's happening in kind of sports right now in general. We got everything happening in the NFL world with Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers, all those trade talks and whatnot. NBA playoffs are going on right now. NHL playoffs are going on right now. Uh, and we see that we haven't talked about the NBA in quite some time. So let's uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs today. Uh, but before we get into any of that, just how are you doing? Uh, it's been a while since we, we sat down at this desk here. I'm uh, doing all <laughs> right. You know, the weather's changing. And, you know, we just had, Finally. you know, Memorial Day just passed. And it's been a very relaxing weekend. So Very much so. Um, whether it's been from life and work, or, you know, family, or just <clears throat> podcasting and, yeah. and research. Just took a break and, you know, got a, got a, got a, got a few games in, you know, got to watch a few um basketball games which is very interesting you know <laughs> we'll get into to it say the least but, <laughs> you know um still following a lot of nfl oh Man, god yeah. nfl is cranked up and i'm there's no off season i'm so distracted NFL. by it i'm distracted from the nba from the nfl right now yeah so it's it's just yeah but it's been it's been cool you know uh it's, it's been a good time it's a good time of the year so uh, it is. I'm excited for the summer because oh, and I forgot baseball's going on. Nobody really cares. Socks are doing amazing. Oh, they are playing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. they are playing. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is that's still a sport. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who won the Stanley Cup last year? I have this no year. idea. It's still the the it's playoffs are going on right right now. Man, they had <laughs> zero cover. I mean, not nothing flashed across my TV. In my not at all. And that, but they got a new TV, so hopefully we'll see them more next year. But, uh. Let's talk NBA playoffs. It's been crazy. We're midway through the first round already. Uh, Midway-ish. I mean, we're getting towards the end. Some of these teams are about to get knocked off. We already have a series all wrapped up and done with, and I guess that's kind of no better place to start. Let's talk about the bubble Cinderella team. Kind of a dud. Well, definitely a dud in these playoffs. What I mean, my thought on Miami is that Oh, going into this playoffs, I thought they were going to go ahead, try to make another run here because uh, they were finally healthy. They've been injured all season. Oh, you had high hopes for this team. Uh, not yeah. high hopes. I, did not, uh, I didn't see them going far. I saw them getting out of the first round. But uh, He was really big on them. Now you, now you double them down. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I was, no, I don't think I was as high on Miami as, as, as I'm low on Milwaukee. Okay. Um, and we'll get into why uh, I feel that way, but neither here nor there. Let's talk about the Cinderellas uh, that got ousted really quickly here. Uh, they just did not come to play in this series. Uh, Bam Adebayo came out sluggish. Jimmy Butler wasn't commanding the way that he did. It seemed like he was being really passive in this series. I don't know if you caught any of the that series that went by very fast. Very little. Yeah. Um, what I did pick up, Tyler Hero was a no call, no show. Yeah, Tyler Hero is definitely not the shooter that he was in the bubble. Uh, and I, I forget who it was, but somebody called him a bubble fraud. Uh, so <laughs> I was heard the whole team was, but with that being said. Well, I don't think the continue. whole team was because Duncan Robinson still came up to play. He did the exact same thing that he did last year. He played his role to a T. Uh, I think it was really just a matter of Jimmy Butler was being very passive. He wasn't being as aggressive as he was last year. Mm-hmm. And Bam Adebayo just came out really, really sl- sluggish. Uh, yeah. Um, 
And then, I, yeah, I, again, Tyler Hero can't hit shots, apparently. He just, if he's not in the bubble, he can't shoot. I mean, <laughs> where did Gore, you know, Goran Dragic go? You know, he disappeared. I, I don't know. I, I, from what I'm seeing, I mean, we can call it a chemistry thing. Yeah. It just, I don't know if this, I don't think it's just, this just not working. Um, but I almost got to call it what it is, man. You know, was this bubble, you know, was the bubble a uh, fluke, you know? It very well could have been. The team is still also super young. I mean, it, it's Jimmy Butler and then a bunch of young kids. And it's Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and then a bunch of young kids. What like, do you mean, man? It's, you got your Eagle Dollars and your Donald's Haslam's. They don't and your play. Trevor <laughs> I'm talking about guys that get veterans, minutes. Though. Well, yeah, okay. Guys well. that get minutes. You got Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, like. Yeah. Just young no, guys. Nobody two, over three two, years. Yeah. <laughs> two, yeah. three-year guys that, that just have no experience besides bubble playoff. Now, remind me, what what was Victor Oladipo's contribution to this team this year? Injuries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause... I mean, because, I mean, well, and let's go back. Let's talk about regular season for Miami because sure. they got absolutely decimated by COVID at the beginning of the season. They got hit with every stipulation, every – Every little restriction that came with COVID, they got hit with it, and they got guys out. They didn't play with their full roster until, I think, three months into the season. Can't feel bad for people who want to hang out on South Beach most of the day. So True. I mean, you're in Miami. You're going to – I mean, being – it is what They it can't is. control where the team is. <laughs> well, they can control where they go. It's true. But, you know, home into the stadium is not, you know, was not on the um, – We'll save that for so. Lemon Pepper Lou. Um no, they're in a situation Miami where Miami needs a bubble. Yeah, they they got hit with so many different COVID restrictions and and guys being having to sit out. So many guys did actually get COVID, and they, through contact tracing, a lot of guys had to sit out for a lot of part of the year. And then they really didn't get to catch their stride until towards the end of the season. Then you make the play to go get Victor Oladipo, expecting him to be huge on their team. I if Victor Oladipo would have stayed healthy, and it's always the what if game. Man, mm-hmm. this team is completely has a completely different outlook. That guard kind of tandem that they've got there, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, uh, Tyler Hero, uh, and, and then if you're including Victor Oladipo as well, mm-hmm. just that rotation of those four, that's one of the strongest guard rotations that you'll ever see. Like the, 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 Those guys could go in and out. Most of them are, in my opinion, can be number one. Tyler Hero, again, kind of a fluke. He, for some reason, he when it comes to playoff basketball, he can't shoot uh, unless he's not in the, in, in the bubble. But outside of that, I mean, the other three all played very well. And it was just a matter, I think, of Jimmy Butler's mentality as the leader, as the rock of this team. Mm-hmm. Him not being as aggressive as he was last year definitely hurt this team. It was kind of the same way when we were watching that Phoenix-LA uh, game. And I was saying, Devin Booker, he's got to he's he's got to take over that game. And if right. you if you go passive, you're not going to win. You you got to attack, and you got to be that guy that's it's more of like a lead by example type thing, and, and not just kind of barking orders at other the, the young guys on the roster. No, you got to go out there and do it yourself. Right. I mean, and outside of game one, it seemed like that just broke the wheel of the, the Heat, and they just pretty much they they were out of gas after yeah. game one, and. Maybe they win game one. We have a different time of series. Maybe this is still lingering. Maybe 2-2. Two, two. At least minimum 3-1. But I mean, you just got to get that first one. That's really what it is in the playoffs. You get that first one and you, you can you can see how you win. 
I think that's kind of a huge thing in the NBA is getting one of those wins because you're going up against the same team night in, night out. Mm-hmm. So being able to get a good look and then getting a, a, a kind of a refresher or something that you can look back on to say, hey, this is how we won this game. Let's go. Let's attack that way. Right. If you don't have that, if you have nothing to fall back on like that, then you, you get into a situation like the Heat did. Yeah. Um, it. Yeah. It. But I, I mean, but I'm I am a stickler. I'm I'm a little old school where <laughs> I look at I look at seedings yeah. and, I, you know, the seven seeded Miami Heat did exactly what a seven seeded team would do. They came, they saw, <laughs> and they went home with their heads, you know, <laughs> sunk in. I think they were six know. seeds. What is the six seed? Yeah. They're the six seeds because uh, Boston's the seven. Why do I keep thinking they're the two seven? I don't know. Because <laughs> Milwaukee should have been the two seed? Possibly. Okay. It, six seed. Not too much different, but you would. You don't usually see a six seed get swept. No. They, they usually get a game in there somewhere, but. Gentleman sweep, maybe a six a six game series. It just. I, like I said, I think Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo coming out flat the way that they did, it did not help this roster in any by any means. No, going into the series, not at all. And Milwaukee, I think it has a lot to prove. I think it's more so what's going on on Milwaukee side. I know we, I know we giving giving off little flowers right now to <laughs> to you know the the recently departed you know <laughs> Miami Heat, but. Uh, and we can stay on that, but we, no, eventually I mean, we can we move. Do, let, let's start talking about it because uh, I think that is what we should be talking about: is Milwaukee and Giannis and and what what they should be doing going forward. Because granted, yes, this is a rematch of them getting knocked out uh, by by Miami last year in the playoffs, where we were saying Giannis better show up in these playoffs, right? As opposed to this season, where they come in and get swept, they sweep these guys, but. Like you said, Milwaukee and Giannis have a lot to prove, and it it started with this. But I do have to give Milwaukee credit; they didn't do the L.A. Clippers thing, where L.A. Clippers were looking at the seating, they were seeing who they would have to play, and they were right. like, you know what? We'd rather take Dallas in the first round. We don't want to have to in the second round play L.A. or or one of these other powerhouses in the West. We want to we want to go up against the Utahs. Maybe even if Memphis does pull it out, we want to go play them in the second round. We want to take the easy road. And Milwaukee said, "No. Like we it starts with Miami. Let's just go get our seed and then let's go play the guys that knocked us out last year and let's punch them in the mouth real quick." And they that's exactly what they did. Exactly. It's, it's step one. Not sitting there looking at where Brooklyn is lined up and you know and What's, yeah. the, what's the least, you know, the Pla- the path of least resistance path, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah, the least resistant path to you know, avoid that team and hopefully somebody do their dirty work. But they didn't do any of that. You yeah. know, it's like, no, nah, we got to score the schedule from last year's bubble. It was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it was what it was, you know, it, it shouldn't have happened because I mean, that was I think that was that had to be the biggest, you know. Upset. That went on in the bubble anyway, with just Milwaukee just falling flat last year. Um, it was quite a few of them. I mean, no more over so. the Clippers losing to Denver. Yeah, because it was it was Milwaukee, and I mean uh-huh. until Milwaukee, Miami did what they did. Yeah, it was Miami? It was, it was the Miami this year. You know, it was. It, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that bubble thing changed the whole narrative, and by the end of it, it looked great. But yeah, okay. now that we put it this year together. Man, Miami ain't looking so good right now. They, you know, they they well, they have a very nice roster. However, it is not 
putting together the wins that's needed to be in the upper echelons of the Eastern Conference right now. I, I'll give you that they have a nice roster and that they do have to do more work to become a championship roster. I will say, going into next season, without having all of the COVID stuff, hopefully, I mean, kind of prayers out for this. I mean, let's let's hope that we continue to have a downward kind of slope with the trajectory of what COVID is doing to our country right now. Uh, but we should see a more open, I mean, we're going to see fans back in the stadiums. We, we can get into that later, mm-hmm. the craziness of these fans <laughs> as, as it stands right now. Yeah. Uh, but fans being back in stadiums, having home court advantage and, and that type of stuff. And then also just being able to play a season, only having to worry about injuries, not having to sit out because of COVID. Right. Maybe that also will give them, uh, I mean, they'll be in a better seed if they can play well. Tyler Hero shows back up again, uh, maybe learns how to shoot again. Um, and just across the board, you got a lot of young guys on this roster getting better. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're in a really nice spot. They need to develop their young talent. They definitely could use another star um, and maybe somebody to back up Bam Adebayo because if he's in one of those kind of funkish spells where he, he can't hit down in the post, he can't box out, or he's not getting those rebounds that you need, you need to have somebody else that can come in and, and be physical, especially just somebody off the bench that can kind of give that extra little jolt because I don't think there's anybody outside of their starting five. I mean, outside of – I mean, is, do we classify – Drogic as the sixth man on this roster? I think we can at this point, <laughs> but sure. Yeah, not? so <clears throat> if, if that's it, I mean, okay, cool, but he's kind of aging. What is he, 34, 35? Uh, so he's he's kind of getting that slower step, so you need somebody who can actually get you a real spark to kind of get that second unit going uh, and and just be able to kind of, when when you don't have your stars on the court, you, you can actually kind of hang in there uh, for, for at least five minutes or whatever. So, and yeah, and, and I guess you were looking at this team, teams, very young and very old. There's not yeah. a lot of mid range yeah. players and they, there's no balance here. And like, they're going to have to get rid of some of these veterans. Like you're really going to bring Eagle dollar back. Absolutely. Really bring in Trevor Ariza back. Are you bringing, I mean, come on, Mr. I mean, the true Mr. Miami heat, Udonis yeah. Haslam. He's got to retire. I mean, he's, <laughs> You know, what is he, 47 I mean, now? he <laughs> is the Sam Mitchell of my of the Miami Heat, you know, because Sam Mitchell was Mr. Minnesota Timberwolves. From okay. Player, coach, assistant coach. To I mean, this dude it was everything, you know. Um, Might be part owner. I don't know who's on that ownership group Exactly, now. <laughs> you know. He's probably over there. He's probably out there buying out, you know, with, with, along with our Rodriguez <laughs> right now, you know. But, yeah, it's like you can get – okay, first of all, we need to get rid of that. Yeah. You know. Then second, look, Jimmy is Jimmy Jimmy Butler is entering his tenth season next year. He's a veteran. Oh yeah, got to add some younger players, not rookies. You got enough first still, second year players. I know. still think he could be the star of of, of a team. Not saying he needs to be a star. I'm just oh, saying yeah, he needs year help. Ten, he needs help. Yeah, you know, and like this guy can't pull it on his own. I mean, come on, he's played. Most of his career on the Thibodeau. Thibodeau has ran this True. man nothing less than forty-four minutes a game. <laughs> I mean, I mean, man, you talk about to the wheels. You're fall ta- you, you guys do have to keep in mind you're listening to two people that are from Chicago. We watched Thibodeau run Derrick Rose, Luol Deng, Joakim Noah. 
uh, Kyle Korver. Who else was on that roster? Carlos Boozer. Paul Gasol. Uh, Tosh Gibson. Todd. <laughs> just run them all into the ground. And by the time we got to head up against LeBron James and whatever team he was running, we were out of gas. Like, yeah. this team was so good for so long. And oh, we just no, could- no, no. Jimmy Butler was out of gas because <laughs> no one else got the privilege of sticking um, LeBron James 100% of the time but Jimmy Butler. I mean, Butler. the first time, Taj Gibson. It, was, it used to be Taj Gibson. Oh, it was kind of that, that duel between Carlos Boozer and Taj Gibson. Mm-mm. I always said they should play Taj Gibson. They never did. Oh. What they kept doing is if they switched off, they either went with a smaller player, which was um, Heinrich, Heinrich or, or Rose. And every now and again, Dane got him on a, on a switch, but she would just kill Dane. So oh, yeah, it's too it, slow. So it was, <laughs> it was solely Jimmy Butler, which is interesting. You said you know you you brought up um, Carlos Boozer. No, Taj Gibson. Oh yeah, because I thought he would have been the prototypical person that you could have ran them two guys at him at the time. I don't want to get too much. And into the that reason part. why, well, I want to. I mean, we're we're fans. We're we're gonna do this. Um, <laughs> Chicago, I think, should have put Tosh on him because we don't need Tosh Gibson to be good on the offensive end. Just strictly be out there to play defense. You can be a liability on offense if you want to be. Like, just give all of your effort on defense to slow him down as much as you can. No, and- no, no, he, no. Thibodeau thought it was more and more um, important. No, that, I know, that but Chris Bosh <laughs> was covered by this guy. You know, out at the top of the key somewhere. It, it just. Yeah, before I, I, Chris Bosh could shoot, was a great coach <laughs> for the Chicago. Just when it came to them playing Miami, he just he fell apart every single time. He just <laughs> he outcoached himself each time. So anyway, with that being said, yeah, Jimmy may be a, going in his tenth year, yeah. but man, under Thibodeau, he might be entering his fifteenth year. I mean, Fair. Like, there's, I I'm just saying. saying, there's a lot of tread on the tires. Yeah, and um, well, off the tires at this point, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, he's gonna need some help next year. Um, yeah. And I agree. And the, one of the biggest thing is that if Dallas can pull off this series, hey, Kawhi might be on the market and maybe he's looking to go show up uh, LeBron and see what he can do with, with Miami and, and that roster. And I mean, hey. cool, whatever. I just, there's going to be a lot of options that they're going to be able to have this offseason. Mm-hmm. They've got time. They're thinking about it now as they got knocked out. So, um we said we were going to move on to Milwaukee. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Bucks, though, like, so my thoughts on the Bucks are this is do or die. Cause, and I know this isn't kind of like, the, I don't know, the organization doesn't feel like it's do or die this year, especially because they, they ended up signing uh, Giannis to, mm-hmm. a, to a long-term extension. But still, even with that, yeah, you got Drew Holiday. You made the moves, but you even this off season, even after you got Drew Holiday, you still effed up and didn't. And you announced that you got Bogdanovich before the deal actually got done, and now he's out in uh, in, in Atlanta, just kind of showing up everybody in New York with, with, with Trey right. Young in them. So it, the they they've they still as an organization have been very inept, mm-hmm. and I still don't believe that they can put together a championship roster. This roster looks better than it did last year. Again, the playoff bubble could have been flukish, wherever you kind of want to call it, on on how they would have played. I still didn't have them winning this the 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 East in the first place, uh, whether it was Miami or anybody else. Right. Um. But also didn't have them winning against anybody in the West. So that that roster still, even if they do it this year, I don't see them beating these Western Conference powerhouses. So. Well, that's a little bit putting the cart before the horse, but no, I agree. I, I don't 
I don't think in the grand scheme of things, like if it really came down to who who could they beat in the West, maybe a couple of teams that more than likely won't even make it to the finals yeah. anyway. So it's null and void. But for those who we are possibly predicting top three, you know, top four teams, I, Milwaukee just they're they're still a player or two away. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, now we get it rolled it back to the East. I do believe they got a lot to prove this year. I think they are on a bit of a mission. I think this was a statement. You know, one, it did speak to last year, if you want to call it a revenge match. You yeah. know, they did, you know, you know, they did it, you know, um <clears throat> they did wreak their their revenge. But here we are, you know, okay, you did what you were supposed to do. Now you're here now you're getting ready for the, the you're getting ready for Brooklyn. I'm, Boston's not winning. At the time of recording, Brooklyn and uh, Boston are about to play game five right now, and I've already stated I think Brooklyn is about to to close this out tonight. Okay, Uh, that's (laughs) that's fair. I mean, I didn't say that. I'm just saying I just know know Boston is not going to win this in seven. Oh, absolutely not. So, (laughs) And if they do, we'll talk about that later. I won't hold my breath. No. With that being said, okay, that's what it's really going to come down to. And what I'm saying I got something to prove being is, we seen as you, me and you, we watched, you know, Philadelphia I, last night. And that, oh God, what a joke! <laughs> and I mean, we're gonna get to that game, but a joke. But what it, what I took from that is, okay, there's only two. Milwaukee yeah. is the real, is the real, is the, is the last line of defense yeah. here, you know. And if there's anybody that's going to take the East away from upstart Brooklyn, yeah. that, that that pulled the Miami Heat move, mm-hmm. on, like like you know now Milwaukee is the Chicago of the of the to a degree. I, we'll we'll get to Brooklyn in a second and what I think of them or what we both think of them. I think yeah, um, uh, I got a couple of <laughs> I got some critical <laughs> critical points on them because um yeah yeah but um as you were saying though Milwaukee they do have a lot to prove. I'm tired of seeing you go out in the second round. I I'm tired of you seeing. I am tired of seeing Milwaukee and Giannis. Not make it to the finals. Yes. There's no, there's no if ands or buts about it. And you, this team has to win this year, and winning only means that you are in the finals at at very least. Yeah, because um, what have we, what have we seen in the last several finals coming out of the East? Looking at you know Cleveland, Toronto. Toronto. Well, like, they got the win, which, but which <laughs> well, I would be you know the Eastern Conference. I'd be shaming themselves yeah. for allowing Toronto to slip in there <laughs> and snag an Eastern Conference championship out of that. You know, it's like was you, not. You on also the have to remember they were a four bounce last second shot by Kawhi getting knocked out from by by Philly, right in that series because man Philly was on a tear. That was with Jimmy Butler again. That 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 team was nice. J- Jimmy Butler, JJ Redick, uh, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Man, that I team am was nice. A theme here. <laughs> There's something wrong with Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I'm, I'm hearing a common denominator here. With that specifically, I said there's something wrong with Joel Embiid, but like you said, we'll get into oh, yeah. to the 76ers oh, in a minute. <laughs> um, but I, I think kind of final thoughts on Milwaukee. Like we said, it's do or die this year. You need to make it to the finals. And Jan, I, and I like it. I think this is going to be an old school matchup coming next year. Like, in a sense of like, it's like, okay. it's going to be a dogfight. 
And something that we, I mean, good Lord, I have not seen this in the Eastern Conference in I don't know how long. I mean, uh, a maybe good, the early 2000s. A good know. matchup before the before the finals. You know, yeah, you know, like back when, you know, the big three was in Boston. Yeah. And we had Orlando and, you know, the, the, you know, the uh, Dwight Howard Orlando Magics, not oh, this yeah. Washington Wizards off coming off the bench. Shell of yourself ought to be ashamed of yourself. Just retire now. You know, Dwight Howard. Oh, he looked horrible last night. Oh, it was but bad. Neither, neither here nor there. I sidebar for a second. Going back, <laughs> I am very excited about Milwaukee because if nothing else, at least they look like they are motivated enough this year as opposed to – it look like they know what they're playing for this year. Yeah. Now, will they win? That remains to be seen. However, I just think their mindset is in the right place now. And one last little stat that I saw that absolutely blew my mind. I told you about it last night while we were watching the the Washington Philly game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the key to this playoff run is Drew Holiday because when there his plus minus is insane this playoff. Hmm. He is when he's off the court, he is a minus twenty three for the for the uh, <laughs> for the Milwaukee Bucks. When he is on the court, the Bucks are a plus eighty eight. So, that is the most insane swing. And then also with that, when uh, Giannis is on the court, he's only a plus eight. That is how important Drew Holiday is to this offense's efficiency. Wow. For the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, Drew That's Holiday insane. drives this team now. And then that was a great pickup. Just imagine what they could have done if they would have done the right thing this offseason and, and figure out a way to finish off that uh, signing to get Bogdanovich. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And that and that's probably why they're to slip down into the third seed yep. and why they could be, you know, hit a wall come next round, possibly. But possibly. if they come with it, you know, anything's possible. But I you know, we'll get into moving on in at the end of this. Um but like again, I I like where they're at. Um they they've they shown I think if nothing else, they made a statement. Yeah. You know, at least to not just to uh, Miami, but to just to the Eastern Conference. Like, man, we're here, you yeah, know. And for sure. And after we're seeing what's going on over there with the one seed, it's wow. It's really <laughs> a statement now because they 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 kind of you know in the driver's seat, and Philadelphia is doing what Philadelphia does, so, and so it is what it is. Well, let's talk about the game that's going on now. We got Brooklyn taking on Boston. Uh, this is Game Five that's happening as we're recording right now. They're literally just about to tip off right now. Um, but hey, Boston, I, is it time to bust this experiment up? Uh, I think, I think, yeah, (laughs) if, if, well, I'll let you speak on what's the experiment exactly. It's this, this four star lineup that they have Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, and, um, who's the other guy? I guess it's Evan Fournier now. Um just kind of busting up the this kind of like I think that they need to truly just tear it down and build around Jason Tatum hmm. and Jalen Brown. Ah, uh, they've been it's a lot of talk of them trying to get rid of Jalen Brown now. Like they they're they're souring on, on I don't the guy. get that. That makes no sense to me. Jalen Brown is, is is one of my favorite two guards in the league right now. This dude is insanely efficient on the offensive end. He can play a little bit of defense. Like I, I, I don't see why you would get rid of Jalen Brown. I, I know injury wise, I, okay, maybe 
but yeah. he doesn't have a long laundry list of injuries like Joel Embiid does. True. And I mean, be, I mean, that's one of many issues that's 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 being accounted for here because I mean, there's there's the whole Kimba Walker thing, you know. Oh, I guess yeah, Kimba was the other one. He's the one. Like, yeah, go ahead, trade away Kimba if you can't see. He hasn't just, played a single season, full just, season with him. Just did not work out. Yeah. Um, I wasn't big on the trade when it happened. I mean, I'm being, no, not that anybody knows this. I am a Charlotte Hornets fan, but I. Oh, you mean the signing? Because you just completely rejected the Hornets. No, I mean, here's where he came from. Yeah, well, you said the trade, though. There's no trade that happened. Oh, he, he just rejected their – because they were going to oh, give him left. a – I thought they traded him. Yeah, they were going to give him a Supermax contract, and he rejected it because he didn't want to stay in Charlotte. And, you know – and Rightfully right, so. And that's fine because that, that's the point. It was like when he left, I did not feel any loss. Yeah. I was just like I, – I was never excited about I, him. And, I, and to me, I, I think I, I, I kind of applauded both sides. Like, yes – Charlotte, you you have to extend the offer because what else are you gonna do? Nobody else is coming in free agency, right? It, but also, for them to for him to decline it was smart because it helps out both sides. It's saying you guys can't win with just me. Obviously, we've tried it, and I can't win here with just you. And I don't just want the money; I want to go win. Now. He does sign with Boston for a max contract, but that doesn't work out as it's as it's being shown right now. And him not being able to stay healthy is really kind of the biggest thing to me. He, his knees are just absolutely glass right now. He, he just can't stay and can't I, stay on the court. I mean, my goodness, how many knee injuries has this man had in his career? I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I can't even count. It's just over he might be up there with Joel Embiid's back issues. Yeah, I, I mean, only thing I'll give him is he did crank out more games some kind of way. But I mean, with that being said, not saying a whole lot. No, no, they got to move on. They're gonna need a new point guard. They need a new playmaker on that team. Um, he's out tonight. Yeah. You know, um, it can't just be Jason Tatum and then a group of middling stars. Like it's, and, you gotta. He's got to get a bona fide number two. If that is Jalen Brown fully healthy, cool. If it's not, go get a guy. And Jalen Brown would be the, one of the best number threes in the league if that's, that's the case. And that's great if they need a two or a three. Yeah. They, what they also need, whether it's two, three, to four, or the five guy, they need a playmaker because Tatum is not that that point forward type that oh, can come yeah. down and create for You know what I'm saying? And facilitate. No, he needs someone to help and assist and, and set this guy up and set his game up for him and open which will open the court up for him and then where he can create it on his own and, yeah. and ISOs. But yeah, when you don't have you don't have the playmaker that they have, you, you can see look at the I mean these games man my god, you know, it's like <laughs> it's sloppy. Yeah, these seven seeds. Oh, you know, why even show up? Why are y'all even showing up for the oh, series? Oh, and it looks like Jason Tatum's holding his knee, so yeah, I think Boston's out. This, this is a closeout. This, <laughs> I mean, a classic closeout game. We, you know, the guys, you know what I'm saying? By the by halftime, half the starting lineup is going to be out. You know, they're going to be sitting out, ice bags on their knees. You know it's bad when I just watch Blake Griffin get a steal. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk steal. about Brooklyn, though. I yes. mean, this, this is oh – God, this team. I <laughs> there's There's so much talent, but I have so many issues with this team. Go ahead. What you got? I Starting just, with it, what's your, what's your number one grievance here? Well, first of all, I, I, I'm done with the super team thing. Thank I, you. I, I'm over it. Thank you. It's, can, it's can, not can fun. Can we officially 
put an end to this after this year? Like, could this be I the last so. team? That's I hope like, so. Because like this that. is this is not fun. I mean, first of all, this team can't stay healthy. We've only seen eight now. What's this? The fourth, fifth game. So, thirteen games with uh, KD, Kyrie, and Harden. That's it. We've only seen thirteen games a season with all three of them on the court. So the chemistry is we can see it. It's not there. That's why they dropped a game against Boston. How many games has it been with KD, Kyrie, and um, um, Jordan? You know the original big three. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> we, they weren't healthy either. I'm just KD, KD went out earlier, and I just it it just did not work. It it and but that's yeah, one but, point. It the the super team aspect is is not fun anymore. It, it's okay. We we had our fun with Golden State. We had our fun with Miami. Whatever other super teams you want to try to throw in there. I'm we done. we had our fun with it. I'm done. I'm a basketball purist. It's not even fair. I'm, <laughs> you know, I you could oh, it's within the rules. It's just it. This is let me just call it's bullshit. <laughs> I'm 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 saying it for what it is. I'm like oh, this is this this is good basketball compared to what? And the issue that I have with it is the fact that when I think when I, I know in 20 years when I think back to Golden State's championships with KD. I'm going to think the world of their first championship when they didn't have KD and they went up against LeBron. That was awesome. I loved that 2015 matchup. That was great. The year after that, that was a great matchup and where they where they lost to in the came down to 3-1. That was a fantastic matchup and LeBron earned that. That was a great series. And then you get the KD series coming in here. Like I'm going to think back to that in I think back to it now and I'm just like KD's not gonna like you're not gonna get the the that nostalgic look back like oh he was so great like no you built that roster and you went into a 73 win team and you came out there and you did you add, you added a, a, a who because it's potentially going to be a hall of famer and also a dude that is a perennial all-star to a 73 win team that doesn't make you a great it doesn't elevate your legacy beyond anything. No, you didn't do like all of those are gonna come. Those are those are those are blood rings. I, I guess if if you, is that what you want to say? And that's how everything's gotten changed to and regimented and and I'm unfortunately minimized to the era that you play in. And unfortunately, because the group you all have changed the rules. You all have. Y'all, y'all playing a whole different NBA now, yeah. and you, so your criteria is completely different. So, do not disrespect anybody else from you know 1999 or 2000 on back <laughs> with the comparisons. You know, don't compare anybody. Back yeah, then. just leave it out of there. LeBron James, I would never compare you to Michael Jordan. Guess why? Because you're not a shooting guard. First yeah. of all, okay, and you, you know, what I'm saying you, you, you didn't do what he did. Anyway, well, he didn't do what I did. What is that? Whine and cry and <laughs> and, and complain and and and, and Mister, I only got two fouls in three weeks. And like, and you still complain about every call. I'm, I'm so done with this era and the mentality of it because you know what it is? It's soft with a big with a hard T at the end. Soft, soft. Which is you know, fair. I mean, I it's not care. it's not a physical Bring game. Bring all the smoke y'all want on comments. I I don't care because now I'm really to have this whole. Yeah. Let's talk about these errors. I'm not. Yeah, I'm talking about KD. I mean, I'm talking about LeBron, but I'm talking about all of them. No, and, 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 and LeBron is a part of this criteria of this super team nonsense. He started it. You, you know, and <laughs> thank you. Just this AAU bullshit. 
you know, like keep the AAU to children. Because yeah. y'all grown men, and if you, you know what I'm saying, you feel you have to sit here and get let me get me let me make me an overnight all star team. Do miss me on these conversations. You know why you winning? Look at your roster. And that's that, why, and, that, and that's why I feel like this is going to that th- that this is why this needs to die because the legacies. When we think back to this in 20 years, even guys that are in my generation, like you are. You are coming from the golden era of basketball. 90s basketball is what everybody calls the best era of basketball of all time. Well, uh, some people, but I, you know. But no, I get what you're saying, but I But yeah. Even even me looking back, sorry. 80s was it was literally just the Celtics in LA. I don't care. It was let's let's look at the 90s. Which is what the argument would be. I'm not going to cut you off. That would be the argument they'll use today, but I don't want to get it's not the same. The but that's why I call the 90s better than the 80s. Right. So, but but when you're looking at that, you're you're coming from an era that that is whether it's the number 1 or number 2 era of basketball of all time or decade of basketball. That is what you've seen and that's what you compare everything to because that 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 is what you know as true basketball, which is fine, and this is what I know as true basketball. But I don't like it, so like I and it's want all evolution. And, it, it was and I don't it... have a problem with the play of the game. I like the pace. I like that it's faster. I like that we're scoring 120 points a game. I like seeing the threes get drained. I love that. But I also do like to watch the Clippers where they're coming out and they're playing defense. Thank I you. like that. I like seeing yeah. that every once in a while. When you compromise the defensive end of the sport. I'm like, I don't give a damn what you're doing on offense. Yeah, at this and point, I, it's, I, it's too I don't like watching basketball, and when I'm looking at it, I'm saying, hey, I know that's not a foul. I know if I'm out there on the court. that like, And I, and I hate the fact that I can, I can tell when there's going to be a, a star call versus a, an actual true foul is getting called. Right. I hate that I can predict that happening. That is, there's, there's no parity in the league. Um, and, and that's what I have an issue with. The actual game itself is fine. I like the, the faster paced basketball. I still hate the fact that the refs have so much control of the game, but that's just basketball. That was the same thing in the 80s, 90s, two, two, 2000s, and, and now the 2010s and the 2020s. Like that, the, the, the refs have just too much control, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they got a bigger ego than some of these players. But that that's a whole nother thing, and uh, hopefully Adam Silver, who's what I think is the greatest commissioner uh, in, in in the league history, has been able to – He's because, I mean, he's done I, stuff I, innovatively. I haven't been – I haven't been a fan of none of them, but okay. go ahead. <laughs> well, that's fair. Nobody likes the commissioners anyway, but uh, Stern, but Adam Silver, he's probably he's probably one of the best. Um, but was an asshole. <laughs> you really? I'm sorry. I don't mean to be. It's just like now you, you want. This is my passion. Yeah. I, I, no, you know, I know. I, this is, basketball is Curtis Ford's first love. And I'm it like, used to be football, oh, but it, it is truly I, basketball. I, I, he I has a true passion I'm for this. I'm seeing at this point, man, because it's garbage. And these players, are the, the mentality, I mean, my God, if you need to put their damn phones down and just go go in the damn gym and practice. And that is what that. we were talking about. We were talking about Brooklyn. We're that still is, talking about Brooklyn. But that, that is the, the one of the other issues that I have them, outside of the, the super team. My next issue with this team is the fact that they don't focus on basketball. And that is also a proponent to the media, but it starts with them and the way that they, they go about what they do. And I, I have I have no problem with Kyrie standing up for social injustice, for animal rights, for for human rights, wh- whatever other activism he wants to, to, to stand up for. I have no problem with that. You are a human being first. 
You can say what you want to say. You have a platform to say it now because of what you do on the court. But keep that in mind. It's what you do on the court that's given you this platform. So go play freaking basketball. Thank you. I mean, but that damn for two damn hours. I'm not can and you please just do not come at me and say that I'm just this this asshole who's coming out and saying shut up and play. That is not what I am saying. I am saying I enjoy you talking about what you what you talk about, but please, I want to see you on the court first. Thank you. You are an athlete first. You are human, but you are an at like you are here to play basketball. And that's the reason why you have your platform. So you need to play the games in that way first. And how many how many how many um how many millions are they paying them per year to um dribble this ball up and down the court? (laughs) Cause I'm like I'm sure they didn't pay you the supermax deal for you to tell me about all the social social injustices that go on in the world, dude. I have all the news apps I can watch. I can follow all that on my own. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not trying to silence the guy, but it's like God damn it, would you just leave it in the proper perspective? Because everything word to come out of your mouth does not have to be that. And that's true. While you're at your job, and and that and that that's also a reason why I have an issue with the media because you're gonna try to kill this man. For talking about social injustice issues, and you want to talk, to, and what I want him to do is to talk about basketball and play basketball, and that's what I want to see on ESPN or Fox or wherever else I'm watching right. sports coverage. But the media comes out, and the first question is, is oh, what was that about saging in in this and that at the beginning of the game? Oh, do you have any vendetta against the the, the against the Boston Celtics just because you had to walk away or this that the other? Right. Oh, how do you feel uh, about the 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 election? Like, so, stop asking the questions if you want them to talk about basketball. Ask him about basketball then. Exactly. And it's just and that's again a proponent of this new era of basketball where we have an issue with it. It's just it's not about the game first anymore another question <clears throat> based on what you just said i'm just 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 piggybacking off of you so the, it, with with the new era and you know mm-hmm. with the evolution of, of the nba and the and just a professional athlete you know whether it's financially or physically or mentally whatever being said so the, the term comes up bigger faster stronger right do, mm-hmm. we, do we agree to that is that a, is that an agreed or do we do we all uh, do we share that that view like it is bigger faster stronger I, I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily a fan of that per se but I don't 100 percent agree with it, but it I don't I don't disagree with it not necessarily yeah. but with that being said my, the question that keeps coming up in my mind and it's just been baffling me for the last few seasons what the hell is low management. <laughs> I know I sound like an old fart right now. Like this dude is going on a Kwame Brown rant about Kwame, the NBA. Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did a plug. Yeah. He, can, he, he can come catch some of this too. Oh, I want Kwame Brown on the show. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about how many tractors you got. I'm ready to talk. You know, <laughs> right. I, I don't think I'm disrespecting and not and, and you know assassinating blacks, you know, no. black athletes right now. I'm talking about there is a bad product being put out called the NBA. It's not as yeah. good as it can be. Yeah. Is it? It could it be better? Yes. Can all things be better? Yes. But I think there has been such a fall from grace yeah. over the time based on this new direction that they're going. And again, the super team. I'm sorry. That, that's got to go. It, it's it's like like in the NCAA. You already know where I'm at with yeah. that. That one and done <laughs> crap. Yeah, gotta go. Gotta go. You know that this is the one and done for me. Like this. Low, because that's why I brought up low management. 
Like, my God, how many degree, how many damn games are y'all not ever going to play against? Because yeah. the minute one person comes back, the other one goes and sits down. I only have an issue with load management on I haven't you I don't think you should ever sit any home games for one. That should never be a thing. And two it, on a back to back, I understand it. On a road back to back, I understand it for sure because that is where the injuries come into play. Michael Jordan at forty one. I understand what you're saying. I a get freaking guard. You are coming from the golden era of basketball. No, I'm saying what am my point of me saying that? Yeah, is it's never been done before nor after that. No, and I get that's it. all I was. But getting you at. also have to think and back it to the two thousands. No, I'm saying in the 2000s, though, you have to think back to the amount of injuries that were happening in the 2000s. It was insane. There were a lot of guys sitting out. And and I get and I and I 100% there, there were still stars playing and it, but there were more superstars in the league at the time. And there there's not as many in today's game. I'm sorry. We want to talk about how great some of these guys are. I'm sorry. Anthony Davis. Well, you're not seeing them because they all bunched up on one damn team now. True. You know, and true, true, like, true. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I got a problem with. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm no, working through this. Yeah, but <laughs> but you're you're right about that. But what I'm saying is that I I get that there there is something to be said for analytics in the sport. In mm. I've seen the numbers and I've and I've and I've watched the games. Yes. There was a ton of injuries back in the 2000s and, and even in the 2010s. In the first half of that, there was the guys just going down again and again because of those stupid road back-to-backs. And that's one of the things that I, I applaud Adam Silver. He tried to limit road back-to-backs to a point where we only see a certain team have them maybe three or four times a year. Scheduling issue. Not yeah, a low and, and, they, issue. and they, for the most part, they fixed it. And, and for those four or, four or five, maybe six times the year max that you have a road back-to-back, Go ahead, LeBron. Sit out. Sit out that second road back-to-back game. I'm fine with it. I don't care. That's fine. But when it comes to you're sitting out up, it's it's Tuesday in the middle uh, middle of February. I'm just I I don't want to play this game at home. Miss me with that. Sorry. You're you're at home. You've had your rest. You're not on a back-to-back. It's a middle of the week game. In especially if it's one of the primetime games, you better be playing. Right. Like, I just because and, and everybody talks about like, oh, I don't care. I'd rather see him ready for the playoffs. The, the regular season doesn't matter anymore. And to a degree, that's true. But also, you got to think about there's a lot of like, and, and I know a lot of people throw this out there and they kind of wave it off as, as a real legitimate argument. But it, it is a legitimate argument this you are an entertainer. That is a portion of your job is to be an entertainer. And at the end of the day, there are families that save up a lot of money just to go to one game a year. Well, let me stop you. Let me stop you just for a second. You say a portion. No, they're contracted. True. <laughs> I'm just saying, you signed a damn contract. Yeah, you're right. Maybe <laughs> some of y'all may just want to read over the fine line yeah. a few more times. Just when you started talking about your rights and you got all the power in the world. Yeah, you got all the power not to do what you said you was going to do. Yeah. You know, because if you got paid by the games you play, I'm sure low management go away very quickly. Yeah. Because, you know, no guaranteed money. And you should, I don't have a problem with that, but I have a problem with what y'all doing based on you have all this guaranteed money now. So one could argue that. 
as I'm doing right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's our 20 minute rant on the issue with today's game. Yes. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> super team. The only yes. last, the last super team alive right now. Right now. Yeah. So I think that Brooklyn, they, 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 first of all, you can't lose this game. You're actually down right now. Uh, going, wrapping up the first quarter here, 21, 19, but, Brooklyn's got they they first off they got to close out this series and it's really like you said this next round matchup versus uh Milwaukee this is going to be a dogfight for them I think because mm-hmm. it's going to that going up against Milwaukee is going to take chemistry and you guys only have as it stands right now 13 games of chemistry right so yeah you got a ton of talent but you actually have to go out and play basketball and and that's what I'm ready uh, waiting to see is can you guys actually flow together as a team? Right. Um now you also have Joe Harris, you also have uh uh what's uh Jeff Green, which he's know. hurt right now. The the power forward. Come on, uh, Blake Griffin. <laughs> you got Blake Griffin on the roster. Like you got a, a lot of guys on this team that are going to be that are going to have to step up in this in this upcoming series. But mm-hmm. across the board, it's got to be these top three. And I don't want to see a single one of you shrink at any moment. I right. don't care how big the stage gets. None of you can go away. Because if you do, you're going to get absolutely vilified and criticized, and rightfully so. And I don't want to hear, well... I don't want to hear the the Paul George excuse that happened last year where oh it, we we don't judge our our success off of if we get a a finals appearance or a finals uh, victory or not. No. Well, yes you do. That's what we all are here for. Hmm. Well, if it's... you're not here for a championship, why are you here in the first place? <laughs> well, uh, different game, different <laughs> era cuz I mean, hell, they one, I'm just, I'm sorry. You know, I don't, I don't really believe all players at this day, this stage play for championships. I think they just, they, they can say they play for the love of the game. Um, I call bullshit on that because <laughs> I think you can see it. Because when I see somebody like a Jordan or a Kobe Bryant, I'm gonna leave Jordan out of this because people think I'd be biased. When you see somebody like a Kobe Bryant, you know, use the word that they love. You look how these people play. True. Um, it ain't just the game. Like when they're off. It's basketball. He's yeah. going to look somewhere to go practice outside of mandatory practice. Like, he always wants to step up. Now, I ain't saying that's what you have to do, but, I mean, but if you could just, you know, cut this thing off after two hours after you walk away and, hell, I'm not playing tomorrow anyway because it's a back-to-back and, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I got the next couple nights off and, you know, you know and we, we all right. We staying afloat. And, man. <laughs> this is complete trash, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I'm saying just the competitive nature of what we're seeing. It, it almost gives you that all-star feel, all-star game thing. Like, ah, oh, we don't really take the first three quarters seriously. But in the fourth quarter, if it's close, let's play really hard for like eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. that that That's new. You know, I mean, all right. I mean, damn, even in the exhibition game in years past, the game was at least somewhat entertaining slash quasi competitive throughout. And then if the game just happens to be close at the very end, they got serious, you know, mm-hmm. but the game game was, was entertaining the whole time. The first three quarters, you just like, just sleep. Yeah. And, you don't you, care. You waiting for the fourth yeah. quarter. You're like, when are they going to get serious? You mm-hmm. know, it, it's just the whole mentality of just how 
anyone as a fan, coaches <laughs> and players are approaching the game has been so different that yeah, it just like look what we got now. We 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 you know, just a bunch of people running out. Everybody shoot threes these days. Everybody, <laughs> you know. I've never seen in my life a seven footer just giving. Well, but this like, is also license. the series because you again you had position full basketball. This is posi- they, nobody right. has a true position getting, in, in the NBA. I was going to give some context. Yeah. Like we don't even have positions anymore. Yeah. It's positionless. Oh well, I'm I'm, I'm I'm Luca's a point guard. Miss me, man. What the, are you serious? <laughs> that what define point guard now? I mean, I don't even know what the definition is. I anymore. think point guard is just is whoever brings up the ball. Is the guy who has the ball in his hand the yeah. most? I'm, what the <laughs> what the hell is that? It's different. It's different. That's what it is. It's different. Yeah, LeBron James plays the point guard. Man. It's just... No, LeBron James truly does play point Jeez. forward. And, and and I think that, that that is one. No. Grant Hill played point forward. Scottie Pippen played point forward. Damn near. We really wanted to say Magic did, but actually Magic re-revolutionized his own self and said, I'm a point guard. And yeah. he played the point guard as a 6'9 yeah, no, no, no. forward. I get but, you. But my, I, I'm, I'm sorry. If, if if that's what he did, it's such a poor man's version. I'm just. Yeah, I'm not saying it's as good, but he actually does play that role. He's not as good as it because he's not a he's not a playmaker that way. I wa- that's my point. I don't see him play make. I don't see him run plays. I see him no. bring the ball up and pass it. That is not running a damn offense. I don't give a, um, I don't hear him playing running calls. I don't see him running you know backdoor screens. Get the ball back. He reset the lineup. I don't see. And I granted, I don't see that because I know the game has changed. Therefore, again, that's I don't think why anybody I does that. That's question. what I was gonna say. That's why I asked the question: What the hell is a point guard yeah. today? You know, like what? Do you, and when you say that, what do you what do you mean when you say it? Because mm-hmm. what you're telling me is you're something that doesn't exist, that has never existed. And with that being said, I can't compare that to anything of in the past because which I, is why, and this is what I told you before, and this is what I, I tell everybody when it comes to talking about basketball in a historical sense is stop trying to compare it to different eras. It's its own game. It's different. It's not what it's not what it was in the nineties. It's not what it was in the eighties. It was it's not what it was five, ten years ago. And I wouldn't and I and I you're right. And I and I, that sounds great up until they say, you know, LeBron James is a point guard. However, <laughs> he's the greatest this this now I, I have to compare. Where you get all that from? And and, and so and here's what I'm gonna say. For the purposes of this podcast, when it comes to basketball <laughs> talk, I am not going to I, we are not going to have this greatest of all time talk. I'm done with it. No. This is not what we're here to do. No. If you want to talk about it in the comments, go ahead and talk about it in the comments, but you're not roping me into the conversation. It's not. I mean, you might be down in the comments over there talking about it and, and, and backing up Y'all Mike as much as you it want. On? Y'all want to have this conversation <laughs> about greatest and you want to throw all this analytic bullshit numbers at me? Go right ahead, man, because at the end of the day, your era sucks. Okay, and, and and that's where I'm coming in is that I am talking about guys in the context of what they did during their time as that game because LeBron is playing basketball in a time mm-hmm. that is different than when Michael was playing is different than when Kobe was playing. Thank you. I was about to go there. It was different than Kobe. Yeah. So you, this is different basketball. It is not the same. And again, like I said, it is nothing wrong with the game itself. It is a faster paced game. It's a faster paced mentality quicker more points are being scored yes there's less focus on defense which is ha- it's happening in football right now it, it, there's less focus on defense and and it's about drawing in eyes 
having a more exciting game. Let's see, let's see the threes. Let's see the flashy stuff. Cool. I get it. It's cool. It's fun. It's just different than what it was. True. Over time. True. So let's. LeBron did not play Kobe's game. He is not a guard in the first place. So let's stop trying to compare the two. Yeah, if you want to talk about LeBron guard, against somebody historically, we should be matching him up with, with Magic because those that is his prototypical today. That's who he is. But no, it's really about he's playing a different game than what Magic is playing. So it doesn't matter because he's doing things differently. John Kemp. Doing Grand, differently Grand for me too. It's a different game. I'm just saying Grand Hill. <laughs> like, how about you compare yourself to a forward, man? Yeah. You know? So... What you are. That That is what I am going to preface everybody with is you're not going to rope me into a greatest of all time talk because that doesn't exist. There, there There's too many different types of basketball that have been played. And the, the, the statistics don't match up with anything because it doesn't make any sense because that's not what he was. That's not what LeBron was trying to do during that time, comparing him to what Michael was doing back in the 90s. It's not what Michael was doing back in the 90s versus what LeBron is doing now. Stop it. Exactly. it those, those guys are playing different basketball exactly. in different positions. Exactly. You know, they, and they used to phrase it. It was a man's game. I'm not saying that these are not men. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that they're not men out here playing. All I'm saying is, and every, all, everyone knows it, NBA included, it was a much more physical style type of game. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, yes. Michael had to deal with hand checking. That, that was outlawed even when Kobe was playing. Exactly. So like, we kid, didn't have it, zones back no, then. No, it is a different thing. It's a different game. It doesn't matter because, yes, the physicality is different now. But that's oh, yeah. the same thing with the NFL. There's physicality in NFL that's different. You can't exactly. touch a quarterback without getting a getting a, 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 a what's it called roughing the passer call. Right. I mean, you you remember just two years ago, Clay Matthews almost got ousted from the league because he got like six in the very first four weeks. And he was already he was ready to retire. He was ready to quit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that it's a different game, and they have to adjust and they have to play the game differently. It causes a a, a much faster paced game now. Yep. And more points. We're seeing, I mean, we're in the second quarter. There's already 33 points on the board by by Brooklyn. That not it used to be maybe you got 20 in the first quarter. Yeah. You want to know what the most significant stat of of that score is? That Boston has 26. Yes. Where is the damn defense? And, and this is a two-seven matchup on you know elimination game, you know on the road. The the the, the road team is 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 is, is, is you know <clears throat> the lower seed team is on the road, which is yeah. Boston. I mean, it's just one of these things where come on, man. You know, mm-hmm. like I I, mean, I ain't trying to be say let's be predictable, but goddamn, <laughs> let's let's at least be recognizable. You know, because this just no lead is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, you know, really. Y'all bust y'all asses to get a 20-point lead, and then in a blink of an eye, you it's give gone. it right back? It's gone. Like, when did you just, you decided mentally and physically to stop playing for two minutes? Like, and then in the two minutes, you telling me that team is that good all of a sudden that you had on the ropes that couldn't do anything? You know, <laughs> come on, people. Could we get a little bit more balance here? It's just, it's, it's, they only play in the extremes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what the hell? Where, where does all of this finally subside? And we just, we see... Good basketball. I guess if he, these players would stop jumping around so damn much and stay somewhere for a second, I don't know, develop a little chemistry maybe? Just throw it out there. Just maybe. But I will say that's a proponent to to the media because if you don't get it done in year one, hey, the, the clock's ticking on you. You don't have that much time to get it figured out. 
where did that that narrative started when when why why don't you have enough time to figure it out why can't we why does it have to be done in year one like it's, like, it's talked about it's talked about as hey these gms have to team build it's about c- creating a culture what miami did uh last year was a really a proponent of a couple of years of Eric Spolstra creating a new culture in Miami. Mm-hmm. And when Jimmy Butler came over, it was the final piece to be added that put them over the top. So stop talking about it as a thing where like, Hey, the clock is ticking. No, that then. And like I said, this is, this is the ESPN national media kind of conversation that keeps happening that causes the, the, the need for these guys to, Hey, I, I gotta go because Hey, if I don't, I'm not. My legacy is going to be completely trash if we don't figure it out by, by the end of next year. Come on. Exactly. Well said. I said enough about that. Let's keep it in the east. If since we we've already gotten two of them down, let's knock off well, the well, other two. Let's finish out this this oh. series game. But I mean, what is it going to take now? I mean, for what? Based on where we're at, I mean, for the Celtics to even make this a series. I mean, does Tatum literally have to score fifty points a game now? In order for them to even have a that's what got him even one, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have. I mean, to. but he now he's gonna do that by himself, literally now. Like he has no help. No, not with Jalen Brown and Kimball Walker sitting on the bench. I'm like, who is that leaf? <laughs> it's know? him and Marcus Smart. And I'm sorry, I've been out on Marcus Smart for two years. Marcus Smart is not that guy. No, I mean, he's, not. he's not. I mean, he's he can play. He's not that guy. No, you know, unfortunately, not. especially now going up against <laughs> against the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> that's not happening. This is crazy. So it's I like I said I just I think that they're they're, they're a lame duck team right now. They're, there's nothing that they can do to 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 come back in this series. Yeah, and I'm I'm yeah, and this is what I'm seeing from like I'm using Brooklyn as the prototype being there, the super team. Here. Yeah, what is up with the and one nonsense? Like I mean, good lord, you got thirty nine. It's thirty nine thirty six. What are we just gonna outscore you? I mean, damn! Well, that that is Brooklyn's game, and and I think that that's because I know you haven't watched too much of the regular season. I, I've been getting yeah. that from their final scores. Yeah, but they, that's they what Brooklyn. Play. They don't play defense. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they are the they are the most efficient offensive team in the league right now, and that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna play. They're gonna play middling defense. They're gonna play play probably. I think they're now ranked around like the twentieth best defense, but. That's all they need if you can put up 140 points a game. Yeah. Bad basketball. Sorry. <laughs> not, not buying into this. And that, that's me. That's my opinion. That's fine. I'm not here to sway people. It's just I don't like it. But moving on. Well, this is, yeah, it's just a difference of opinion. I mean, I, I, I do enjoy seeing points be put up on the board. But I also do like seeing uh, L.A. with the Clippers coming out there and, and holding teams to under 100. So it's the, both sides are fun. I like I like. I like basketball in general, so that, that that's what it is for me. Gotcha. Um, so let's keep it in the East. Let's talk Philadelphia-Washington, the 1-8 matchup. To me, this is the sloppiest basketball I've seen, and <laughs> I compare it to, like, middle school basketball because it's mm. just nobody's able to corral rebound. Like, I, there was a sequence last night when we were watching this game mm-hmm. where Ben Simmons is the – probably the tallest dude on the court hmm. at the time outside of Daniel Gafford, maybe, mm-hmm. but Daniel Gafford is still this, he's a young kid who just, he's getting bodied by these smaller guys at its, as it is right now. Right. And at least four different dudes touched the ball before there was any p- 
possession gained. And I'm just like, come on. And it was, and it ended up being a, a, like a, a, a sloppy turnover. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, co- like I don't watch professional NBA basketball to watch how sloppy this game is. I want to see you set up plays. I want to see the, 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 the best of all dimes happen. Dude, open up in the corner because it was a play that you ran. Mm-hmm. And somebody hit a three. I I want to see 2015 Golden State Warriors basketball. Like I I don't want to see the sloppy. Like oh we got our two points because man this dude just forgot that I was even a, a part of the play right. and and I got an open an open two look. Like it it's it's this is the part of the new era of basketball that I don't like how sloppy it can be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like, let's just start out, and beat is out again. I just want to start there. I, 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 I I'm not trying you know to change how I the subject, feel. but it, it, I just got to go there. I mean, like, I can't go anywhere further until we address what the hell, dude, and beat. Like, this and this is Philadelphia. We, so let's let's go. We have had, and please go back and listen to our other NBA podcast that we've done this year. I said it. I I freaking said this that. Philadelphia cannot go anywhere with this team if Embiid is on the roster. Hmm. I to, I they yeah, need to it. trade this dude, and I and his trade value is only going down. I said it then, and I'm gonna say it again now. His trade value is only going down because he continuously and I don't understand. And and this might be a it might not be that Embiid is always hurt. It might just be how inept this this <laughs> this uh kind of their team doctors are Mm -hmm. because it was clearly he injured his tailbone last night clear as day but then they come out that he's got right knee soreness what is that (laughs) i'm sorry i feel like that's the misdiagnosis of all misdiagnoses like that's worse than what was happening with Kawhi in 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 san antonio what you know what i find most baffling about about Embiid in general what's just this, this this fascination with oh he's the MB, the he's the best center that you got out here right now. This, 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 and that. I don't even agree with that. I like oh, Jokic better. Oh no, no, let me let me stop before <laughs> you even go there. Before you bring up any other player, just hear me out, and then you take this conversation wherever yeah. you like. Y'all just we just went in last twenty minutes. I'm talking about the NBA, about how it's changed and how yeah. all these it changed away from you don't have centers in the league anymore. Yeah, what? The hell are we trying to make our team around this guy where he don't do any of the things that they supposed to that the today's players do outside of oh guess what now we're gonna have him shoot threes now. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is his size good for then? If that's all he's gonna do, and that's why I don't think that he fits because yes, Ben Simmons he can't shoot and he's supposed to be this six ten point guard, uh, but. Nope, that doesn't freaking exist. I, I don't I don't like it. I did I don't think that he can he is a because Ben Simmons is a playmaker. He can create yes, he can run an offense truly. And and that that is what a prototypical point guard would be doing. Right. But you're also absolutely zero threat outside of three feet. <laughs> right. Like this dude they literally did a hack of bin last night. I yeah. I've never seen that on a guard before. 
I haven't either. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Come on. I haven't seen it in years, actually, <laughs> let alone a guard. But yes, it 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 made yeah, last night was interesting. That's why I say it was just an interesting game last night because it was technically a closeout elimination game that it didn't look like an elimination game from either side of the no. ball. Like Washington act like they had like they were up three one. Russell Westbrook was three for nineteen. How do you and, and this is what I have an issue. And this is why Philly and this is why we both said last night Philly is not a threat to win the East. Because Russell Westbrook is three for nineteen, still ends up with nineteen points because somehow I, he I don't know how many free throws he shot, but he shot enough to get nineteen points. <laughs> and we're sitting here still talking about them alive. They're playing again on Wednesday. Yeah. Come yeah. what is this? How did you guys not close that game out? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, well, it, Embiid, it was the hack of Ben. Well, Embiid and hurt it. He's hurt his knee mysteriously. I think you know he hurt his knee by hurting his tailbone. Yeah. I, I, anybody, go back to YouTube. You can even hear the impact when he hit the ground. It on was his ass. <laughs> his knee never buckled. It didn't do anything. The dude, what didn't even he did? Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he limp off the court? He was he was wobbling, but he was holding. His I understand. Hip. Was he limping though? No, that's what I'm getting at. Limping means something's going on with your leg. Yeah, nothing happened to his damn leg. All I'm saying is very suspect. Philadelphia, you need to seriously consider your future. And and, and I'm sorry, as, this is not going to stop. It's as just, much as Doc Rivers wants to say that he he thinks that it can work between the two of them. I've got to think Doc Rivers is smart enough to know, hey, like, if my it, this is what I keep saying about NFL players, your best ability is availability, and he is never on the freaking court. No. I, I I don't know how many times in in the last what four years I've watched Philadelphia basketball and have actually seen Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid play together in a meaningful game. And you know what's gonna get pulled out of this? Before he got injured, I mean, eleven and a half minutes, eight point six rebounds. He was on pace to didn't hurt. That's exactly. what he was on pace to doing. Because that's what he does consistently. And, and, and this is what I've been saying for the last three seasons. He can't stay healthy. It doesn't matter how much he can do in those eleven and a half minutes. It doesn't because at the end of the day, he's not gonna be there when it matters at the end of the game, where you have to stop uh, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook from shooting down in the paint. You, that's where you need him. And, and, and the other issue is is that when he is in, he's sitting out there on the three-point line. He's not in the paint in the first place. I need your size to get those rebounds, and I need you to stop guys like Rudy Gobert, Daniel Gafford last night, who had an insane game. In any other big man, you are supposed to be the most dominant guy down there in the paint, the strongest, best center in the league right now. No, you're not, because you can't play ever. Right. And by the way, Westbrook was thirteen for sixteen from the. Oh, break. sorry, thirteen for sixteen. Sorry, he didn't not. Oh, from the from the line from the free throw line. Oh, thirteen for sixteen from the free throw line. Got gotcha. you. That's what yeah. he saw. Thirteen of his nineteen. And he. And that's the other thing. He can't hit threes to save his life. <laughs> no. Oh for four, three for nineteen from the field. This team should not be in this. They, 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 that should have been a sweep. I don't know how. They did not close out that game. I don't know how he did it, but the man pulled out 21 rebounds and 14 assists. And I'm like, it has been the most 
I seen players do that in my in the mm-hmm. past. I seen Sean Kemp do it. I seen Charles Barkley do it. Hell, I seen to a degree, um, especially on the rebounding aspect. Of course, I seen Dennis Rodman do it. Yeah. But good lord, I mean, every now and again, the only person that got close to what Russell Westbrook at his size was like Jason Kidd. That was your triple double guy. It's just as as a six five point guard or six four point guard. I mean, I'm gonna ask you this because I, I never really watched him. Gary Payton. I know he was a defensive. Guard, he, he but him was, and he kid was, was like one A okay. one B, you know. But, but he he could grab rebounds but, like that to a degree. But that, but his specialty was more so he had that defense. He could where, get you on the perimeter where you're not going anywhere, right? But so he I, he didn't necessarily light up the rebounds, not like that, not necessarily double digits. He but really, he could, he could if he wanted if to. He, he really tried. But yeah, he didn't have to, and he wasn't yeah, that yeah. type of team. He, he was that was was he Seattle. on the team with uh, Sean Kemp? Kemp, okay, yeah, you, know, you got De- Sean Kemp down there. There's no reason for you to De- be down there. Devil Shrimp at the three, you know. I mean, man, they just had a lot of you know good players over yeah. there. Man, you played with Kendall Gill at one point, Hershey Hawkins, okay, just Nate McMillan. It just a, a whole another kind of team. But yeah, he he played with some solid players. I mean, where I get it, Russ, man, you over here in Washington, it's you and Brand- Bradley Bill, and really, I mean, everybody else. Good luck. You know, if you show up that night, thank you. You know, I just thank you for your services. But it's a two-man team, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll give it – I will say to a degree, Davis Bertans is that number three guy. Yeah, who's out now. Yeah, yeah. now he's, he's out. For the season. Yeah. So, I mean, it looked great last night. I mean, man, I was getting You excited. like him. You saw You saw yeah. I saw you getting excited but, but about I him. I got excited about him on Washington. And, of course, you know <laughs> – Right before the half, you were ready for you. You were about to go insane if he would have hit that three. Man, I was waiting because it just that's that, that that's the only thing that's making it interesting. Like I don't know these players anyway, and the superstars ain't yeah. doing any damn thing anyway. I'm like, man, I don't know if you're watching George Hill still playing. Man, dude, what year are you in? Oh, like, twenty seventh yeah. years? What, what the hell? Like, it's just getting to the point. Like, man, who putting these damn teams together? But this is getting back to super teams and. You know, and top heavy teams, L.A. Clippers, you know, yeah. L.A. Lakers, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah you're seeing how the, the league is so top heavy now. And now you, you see how it bottoms out with the, from the, like the eighth seed on down. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm surprised they even got two stars on a damn team, to be yeah. honest, you know. But with that came a very interesting game, you know. And, you know, and, and on the opposite side, you had Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, it just it was some interesting people that just stepped up. Yeah. By the way, he finished with 15 points last day. I, yeah, I, he I remember he didn't touch the ball for the first. I mean, for the, in the first half when he came, they he, no, he didn't touch the ball on the first quarter. In the second quarter, he took he started taking those those <laughs> ridiculous shots where we were both like, well, they're going to pull him. But then when Embiid went out, they were like, well, damn, we got to keep him in now. Right. So like. Oh my goodness, man! I I was surprised. Tyrese Maxey stepped up in the second half, and he kept him in the game for the most part until the last what minute and a half, where where Washington kind of pulled away. Right. Um, but he man, he could. Yeah, he, I mean, he he he's, he got them back the lead uh, at one point. I mean, it was it was kind of the Tyrese Maxey coming out party. <laughs> Hopefully, he he can show up in uh, game five. Or is it, yeah, it's game five next uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So. It's like I said. This this is a series that was so sloppy that I just did not enjoy watching any of the games. Uh, I did have my moments, like you were saying, with uh, Davis Bertans uh, and, and uh, Tyrese Maxey and uh, uh, 
Matisse Thibel even in this game was mm-hmm. was fun to watch a little bit uh, that he did get to play. But man, it it's so sloppy that I just I did not want to see another game of this, and I hate the fact that tomorrow. I'm more than likely. Go- oh no, it's on NBA TV. I can't watch it. So thank God. <laughs> Hopefully they wrap it up. <laughs> Is it safe to say that Dwight Howard can go ahead and retire now? Oh please, please do. Man, <laughs> I one point two rebound. And uh, there's one more thing I do want to say about this. Seth Curry, I'm sorry. I need you to step up. I'm sorry. I where where was he last night? Good question. Um, it was um, second half. I have no idea. I think Corkmas had more more threes than he did. And I think Maxi took over, and I think that's what True. took took Curry really out the game completely. And then, of course, they kept you know, um, Doc Rivers really he had to find a way to get Ben back in the game. And I get it for defensive purposes. I mean, to his credit, he did shoot four for five from the field, eighty percent, even though it's only five attempts, but eight points. <laughs> he finished with 13 points, you know, 12 rebounds and three assists. Yeah, because he missed 15 fucking free throws. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, that's where, that's where, I mean, he's five for 11, but I mean, he salvaged it at the end. At least shoot salvage? 45%. I mean, he's shooting 25% for the, for the series. I know. I mean, so it's. What guard has that low of a free throw percentage? I don't know. Is it? I mean, but then again, it, what Ford has that low of? I don't, I don't think it's, it's safe to say. I think it's just a player. I mean, I, I, he don't play a position. I mean, because hell yeah, no point guard, no forward plays like that. I mean, a, a forward that's playing off the ball, yeah, but yeah, I, that's I don't horrible. Know. Uh, ben Simmons you can't be a point guard if you can't shoot free throws. I mean, because I mean, hell, your ball don't need to be in your hand. Exactly. Your liability in that in that context, in which I'm not saying anything new to anybody yeah, hearing me. Would that be. is one of the issues that I have with Ben, and I, but I would, but still, I would rather build my team around Ben Simmons than I would with Joel no, Embiid. No, no, no. You can run a you can run a different type of scheme, a different exactly. kind of system to eliminate that. But it, it having the them way both it on the roster doesn't stands, work. Yeah, this no, um, no, and I mean Tobias Harris, man, you didn't know God. This dude shot twenty four times last night. It sucked. I'm like, dude, have you ever shot twenty four times? I'm like, yeah, because that's what he's getting paid to do. And and the, that was the other thing. When Ben Simmons got into foul trouble, they ended up going into this ISO ball with with Tobias Harris, and I was like, dude, I'm sorry, it, that's not gonna work. You and you said it. You have to run plays for your shooters. Yeah. It's got to be Danny Green, and it's got to be Seth, Seth Curry. Like, there's no other, like, he needs to be the third option. Tobias Harris outshot both of them combined. I know, and that's that's why they lost that game last night. You can't run iso ball with the power forward that 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 can't shoot anymore. Like, he's he's not, he has to be wide open to make those shots. He, it's not going to work. You can't run iso ball like that. Yeah, it played a good game, but when you, when if that's leading the way, no, that's not a good game. Not for your team. I'm mean, like, he can't be your guy. I mean, like, you sit here talking all about Embiid and Simmons. He's making more money than both of them, and neither one of them showed up. But you still saying this? This is where our future is. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going on the train right now. Embiid uh, needs to be traded. I'm say, put a package I'm together. Embiid. I'm and not Harris. saying because I'm down on Embiid. That's not a good fit 
with this guy. Yeah. And if you have to choose one, I'm choosing Simmons. Simmons is the future, not in B. This and- offseason, what I would be doing is I'm trading Tobias Harris and I'm trading uh Joel Embiid. Hmm. I'm getting rid I'm getting the money off the books <laughs> for one. You think he can move now? I think you could. I know you're. You can 100 percent move Joel Embiid easy. Not him. I'm talking about Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is going to be harder, but you can potentially eat some of his contract going into next season, and maybe get picks back. Like I don't know. It's but at the end of the day, somebody's going to take Tobias Harris. Hell, send him to Chicago. We'll take something like that. They'll do something stupid that way. Well. What I want to see in this next game, I want to see a three-guard alignment. I, I, I'd rather see them play a little bit more small ball. Move Simmons to the center. You know, play, play him at the five. I'll leave it at that. And then you, or if you want to put Tobias Harris at the five and put, you know, Simmons at the four, that leaves Danny Green, Curry, and Maxie as your guards. You know what I mean? And run that. That should be your starting five. And run the hell out of, out of, out of um, Washington. Yeah. <clears throat> That's that. That's what I'm thinking. I know there's a George Hill sitting there, and I get that. No, yeah. George Hill needs to come off the bench. Cork Ma's coming off the bench would would will be nice. Um, mm. who who's the other? Uh, Thibel as well. So right, that that would be an eight man lineup that you can run up and down the court that that will not tire. I think that they they'd be able to 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 run Bradley Beal and uh Russell Westbrook into the ground, and you need and they to, won't be able to keep pace. Right, and you plug and play a Dwight Howard in. Spot moments, especially because if Bertans is out all exactly. day, that that'll that'll work perfectly to put them put them put them away. Exactly, and and I think that's what's going to end up happening, even with an Embiid being out, because I don't think that the, you don't necessarily need them to be successful, and that's mm-hmm. you have to really start looking at that because when they, I think that's a case in point. They're the one seed, and Embiid was hurt for a whole month. I'm getting that, and that's what I'm saying. If they potentially are going to face an Atlanta Hawks next next series, there's no guarantee Philadelphia's getting out of that series. Absolutely. Not the way Trey Young's playing. All I'm saying is (laughs) Atlanta could be this year's Toronto. Atlanta could be this year's Miami. Exactly. That's that's (laughs) all I was getting at, you know, and that's my point. You know, it just be that, that, oh, that's that Cinderella team yeah. now. Cause it's just the East is now starting this Apparently. Cinderella narrative now <laughs> that some team just comes out of nowhere. That would be the team that's caught the, the candidate now, you know? So, well, yeah. I mean, that's a perfect I transition. talking about this one, dude. Yeah. This, this, oh, my God. I got so much out of that game last <laughs> night. I'm like, so much trash <laughs> that came out of it. It was. Like, it was what's bad. The, yeah. I mean, it, it was so bad that when the Memphis Utah game came on, we were like, "Are we gonna watch this or are we? We're turning this off." And we no, we just backed it up for the night. <laughs> we got to halftime. We're we like, probably should have watched not worth that it. one instead, maybe, <laughs> and then we probably would have got more of a game. But yeah, yeah. It's no. I, could, I mean, because I, uh, I did end up finishing the the because I walked away after halftime and I, I let the third quarter go by. I came in back in with like five minutes left. It was a nice finish. They the, they hmm. they got uh, the, I think it was a nine point win. Uh-huh. But they pulled away in the last couple of minutes, and I was like, "Oh, okay." It was, it was a game for a little bit, but uh, man, that was fun. Uh, let's wrap it up. You you did talk about them briefly here, Atlanta. Uh, yeah. They're taking on New York, game five, and Atlanta's got the three one lead. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. I thought <laughs> New York was gonna, you know, have a little more fight in them. You know, they they 
I I told you this. I think they're a year too early. It's and, and I, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was shocked they was even in the playoffs. Like they in the playoffs, you know? Like, well, I, I'm not really shocked. It's the East. Nothing really shocks me in the East anymore. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. I, again, but seeing where I've seen where yeah. the Knicks came from to, I haven't seen heard it from them in years. You yeah. know, and all of a sudden they, boom, four seed. Like, oh. That's impressive. No, it was. It was a court advantage and everything. Didn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> but when when the Knicks are winning, the NBA is in a good place. So for yeah. as much crap as I'm talking about yeah. this league, that has been one of the saving graces as to how I'm able to stomach some of this based on a team that's not even winning. They just made I mean, it. To the and I'll, I have to give you credit because even with all of the games that we've watched, you found some underlying like thing to hold on to with – each of the games that we've watched, even with the Phoenix LA game, uh, it was uh, so what, what was the young kid who came in that you you grabbed onto uh, on <laughs> Phoenix? Uh, he came in and started hitting threes. Oh, wait, 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 what a, man! I don't think too much basketball going by. Wait, we watched so much. Uh, uh, Cameron Payne is Cam Cameron Payne. He took over that game, a yes. game two. Uh, that's old school stuff, man. <laughs> you know. It's that 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 grit, yeah. almost looking like um, um, like like how Loyola looked, like Loyola <laughs> looked up in the tournament, man. I'm like, oh my god, man. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Just gritty basketball. Yeah. Are they the best team? Heck no. <laughs> like, should they be winning or even lead? No, not at all. But they, well, well, but, but they giving you everything they got, and you can't stop them. And they like, and they keep coming. And I'm like, you know, on any other day, yeah, they gonna get ran out of the gym. But tonight. <laughs> Oh, y'all got y'all, 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 y'all finna catch one tonight. Y'all we'll finna... get into Phoenix, LA in the next <laughs> yeah, episode. But uh, Atlanta, New York. <laughs> like what I was saying was that you you found something to hold on to with each with with every single series. I think. Uh, I mean, outside of the ones that we didn't watch yet, which is make it entertaining for Portland, Denver. I think we haven't watched in Memphis, oh. Utah, but. We'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, it's round one. So. Right. I haven't watched. I have to say, I have not watched all the series like I should. But it's, no. like you said, it's round one. Hey, I got a life outside of. Yeah. You know, I just I don't have, I don't have the man hours to sit here and watch. <laughs> you know, sixteen hours of basketball <laughs> just because four night four games came. I can't watch all the games. Yeah. No. I'd be good looking if I can watch two. You know. So, a lot of research has to go into this. Yeah. You know, I have to do a lot of backtracking and. You know, and I'm I'm putting that out there just to say I'm not just spouting off anything, but man, come on, <laughs> we, we're still people. We have lives. We do stuff. We this is not all that we do. Now, if this was all I did, I'll say that. You yeah, know, and I wouldn't have no problem with anybody. But unfortunately, I I don't have that. You know, I don't, don't have that luxury look. yet. If you guys would like, share, and subscribe, we would. But. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, and maybe I'll come down a little bit, and I may sound a little bit more sensible. But you know, hey, this is what happens. You know, I, I can't spend sixteen hours on this. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, my question would be for this Atlanta New York game or this series is just I know you've at least watched one of the games of, of this series. So yes. what are you what are your thoughts on Trey Young and how he's kind of come out in this series and, and what he's been able to do? Got that dog. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh man, I this gotta dude, get that quote in here one oh, time man. one time an episode. I'm all, I'm all in on Trey Young. <laughs> I'm like I don't even. I mean, and, you know, Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta market yeah. is a very transient, fair weather, True. you can kind of market type of thing. So I don't expect much out of Atlanta. Atlanta is just one of those kind of a, like a placeholder, you know, for the, for the most part. And 
damn near all sports, but for just geographically, for just the fan base that they yeah. have, still have a nice fan base, but they're not usually the ones that's in the driver's seat, you know. But this guy, somebody, somebody did not give this man the memo because, I mean, he taking it to the Knicks all by himself. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I can't do nothing but admire such a thing. And you can have a man like a Tony Snell sitting on the end of the bench looking at this, like you bum. Why is he still in the league? I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I'm still pissed off. that Chicago even drafted him. I had hopes for him, but when I about his third year, I was done. No, when he was drafted, I was like, are you kidding me? There are so many other people that we could have gotten that draft, and we went with Tony Snell. I thought his, I thought his draft tape looked nice. It, 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 I thought it just depended on the spot. I, I could have seen something come. It just didn't happen. I, I can't even make a strong case. <laughs> I get it, but I, I, I just it's a Like you were saying, he should be out of the league. At this point, like I was saying, at this stage. At I'm least like, go down to G League. Year seven? Like, oh, dude. he's in year seven? Oh, God, yes, please be out That's of That's what league. I was getting at. I'm like, how the hell go are you overseas. still in the league, man? You on a, you on a second, third contract. I'm like, who in the hell keeps signing you? And why? Like, he must be a hell of a practice player. I'll tell you. Maybe. Moving on. But, yeah, Trey Young, man. That's what I'm talking about. And, I mean, I was already enamored just by the Knicks. Just being yeah. there. I'm like, I, you know, I only can name a handful of players on the team, but that didn't matter. It's the Knicks. And Trey Young is like, man, I'm, I don't know if y'all know who I am, <laughs> but check it out. <laughs> and I mean, it's a new sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, that's what, that, that's, the, in a sense, this is what Boston is missing. They missing a Trey Young. That's what they would need at they as a playmaker. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm just going backtracking to that that comment, but I want to stay here. I don't want people yeah. to think we're just jumping all over the place. No, but for what he's doing for Atlanta, that that that's what almost any team would need. You know, um, and I mean a prototypical six one point guard, a true point guard. Yeah, not this just you know by title or by whatever the hell yeah. they they want to say. And I mean, man, I don't know what else to say. I'm just. That, no. He got that dog in him, and I'm like, that's what it takes. That's playoff basketball. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. And for this to be his first playoff appearance, and him to come out there and play the way that he is, man, I just, I, and and the thing that I like about it is that this is, I, I hope that this becomes the new, uh, Reggie Miller New York, type mm. of relationship between the two, because man, they've been coming at him, and he has been responding. Yeah, it, it hasn't been, and it's not about it getting chippy or anything like that it's it's about the play it's about the actual basketball right they, they, he they'll, they'll talk in the press conference they'll they'll talk on the court but it's not getting like dirty or anything like that there's no punches being thrown it's not getting it's not getting nasty that way there's no malice at the palace type basketball or anything right, like that right. no but they're coming out and he's coming right at you and he's gonna hit those shots and he's gonna talk afterwards too Right, and he's gonna look right at Spike Lee sitting there on courtside, and just continue to absolutely work on this team. Didn't Spike go on a record to say he didn't say nothing to Trey Young? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I, it was just I thought it, I came across yeah. that somewhere. Uh, I, I don't think Spike is trying to no, have no. another Reggie Miller. <laughs> nah, he said he don't need me. <laughs> I don't need that smoke. Mm. <laughs> I don't need none of them problems. <laughs> So I, I but it's just it's, it's fun to watch a, that type of kind of interaction go down. It's that that's fun. And, you want to know what's making this real fun for me? What's because that? now I do need to see Washington out now. 
because I need to see Tyrese Maxey and this dude go head to head. Oh my God. <laughs> Young guns. I'm like, God, now you got me back roped in because these dudes playing basketball. They ain't yeah. doing all this low management, you know, pretty. I'm going to walk seven steps with the ball, Euro step my way all the way down yeah. the court, whatever ball, ever, never touching the Especially ground. Especially if Philly, without Joel Embiid, turns into a small ball lineup, that's going to be a fast paced game. That's what I was getting at. And that's what I'm getting, you know. That's 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 why you know you're like, oh, I wish they would just close this out. I'm like, oh, I think that this game sets up for an interesting game yeah. five. Which just say all of a sudden, like, okay, Embiid is out. I'm not saying that Philadelphia is going to win game six necessarily. Game five. Or game five. I'm sorry. Game five. However, the fact that they don't win it just pushes it to a game six, which makes game six like, oh, but my that's God. That's the reason why I need this to end, because the, the games are so sloppy. I can't continue to watch sloppy. Because I, I feel like, honestly, Philadelphia is also playing down to their competition to a degree. Possibly. But when C and B going down is a game changer, <laughs> we get to see it opens up the roster so other people can play I now. I get it. But it gives <laughs> Doc an opportunity to see what he actually has because – they are so caught up on this whole ticket sales. But also, and, and, if they, if this gets prolonged, they're going to be like, oh, we really needed Joel Embiid. And we won't see him trade it this offseason. I don't need that. I need him out. <laughs> Possibly. But when but they have to go back to his medical. And they, they you know, so you, you can keep ignoring it. I, that's why I told you. I'm not ignoring I, it. They are. That's what I'm telling you. That's why I'm like. They're giving them one more shot anyway, so you just have no, to Well, no. Go turn. back to that. No, go back to that because last night when you said that, that was before Joel Embiid got injured, and he got injured right then and, like, literally two I, minutes I, I after. Saying, I, just, I just shrugged my shoulder. I'm like, I, I'm just like, I don't think they're going to do it. That was this one more time. No. Nah, it nah. needs to be. I, I mean, one more time was, was, was it had nothing to do with his injury. It just had to do with time. Like, this whole year, you're safe. Uh, Come next year, you fall out. We're done, you know, but it's going to happen. But I don't mean like a Nick or like some little small thing. I'm talking about he gets one of these, he goes down, he walks out of there, and then we don't see him for another 40 something game. Dude, you're done. You know, I'm like, or 30 something games. Ain't nobody trying to hear you. The cave talking about, oh, he, he could have been an MVP candidate yeah. and this is that, but he just don't have the games. Listen to what you just said. He ain't playing. He so that was the thing. He was an MVP candidate, and then he got injured, and I immediately took him out because I knew he wasn't going to be back in time to to do anything. So I just I'm I'm I over I'm over Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. I, you're not the best if you can't play. I I just have a problem with them hyping up a center in a non-center league, which is funny because I think a center is about to win MVP this year. In Nikola Jokic, for what a center is, but you don't you you don't get what I'm saying. He, he, that, that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's also uh, like Jalen and Jacoby have the have this trademark, but it's a it's a great term. Jokic is a stretch mark five. <laughs> stretch mark five. Wow, because <laughs> he's not a true center, as you were saying. That, that's what I was getting at. It's, right, he's not a. But for what a center is today, I think he's the best center in the league. Yeah, and for what it is today, and, and and for what a center is today, Embiid is not a center. I don't know. You're just a big man that can't move very well. And I, I'm sorry, you're not a center if you're not in the paint. I'm sorry, and, and that's, that's the issue with that's the freaking what I'm lineup. At. You're gonna be a seven foot guard. Good, good luck. 
I don't know how we turn New York Shots. and Atlanta back into Philadelphia, but <laughs> I don't know either. But I mean, that, that, but I mean, oh no, I do know. Uh, but I am looking forward to that Philadelphia versus Atlanta. Yes, that coming up. Oh, I was talking about the key match, yeah, yeah. The point guard matchup. Yeah. No. Well, let's wrap up on this. We will get into the West in the next well, episode. Well, well, here. Well, well, oh, before we close out, is New York done? That's yes, hundred percent. No I'm, I'm over. No way. There's no how. They they game. might be able to s- steal another game, especially because they're going back to the Garden. They I, might be able to push this to Game Six, but I don't. First of all, I don't think this is going seven games. In two, outside of injury, um, it's not going to a Game Seven. And Atlanta needs to wrap it up so that they can get a little bit of rest before they have to go take on Philadelphia in this next round. I just find it hard that they, you know, Julius Randle is like the biggest thing not being talked about right now from his stats. You know, I'm but, just, it's, it, but it's it's because to me, I'm 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 tired of talking about guys putting up numbers if you can't win. <laughs> I, I'm tired of these stat stuff. I, that's why I'm over Russell Westbrook. Like I get it. Yes, the 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 triple doubles has been an amazing feat. Where you're averaging a triple double over the last three seasons. That's incredible. Nobody's done that. Not even Oscar Robertson has done that. And that, that, is, that is something amazing all amongst itself. But also, legacy-wise, you can't win in the playoffs by yourself by any means, ever. I, you've not won in the playoffs without, with, as the number one ever. You've always been the number two hmm. whenever you've gotten any sort of success in the playoffs. Well, I mean, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, I mean, Derrick Rose. I mean, you know I'm not even a Derrick Rose fan. I did not know Taj Gibson was with the Knicks. I did, and I did like seeing him play. It was That was actually a little bit of a nostalgia trip I went on. This, this is mini Chicago. Right. <laughs> I think they're actually still paying Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I already see what their issue. Their issue with their bench is oh, it's horrible. non-existent. But, um, again... And I, I feel you on that point about, you know, having a hard time giving people their credit for not winning. But hell, they got they're the fourth seed. I mean, no, they, no, they won to get there. I don't understand. Regular season wise, yes, Julius Randle has been amazing. I'm talking about st- specifically playoff basketball. I am tired of these guys putting up stats all across the board and then not winning. And then we're just saying, like, oh well, it's okay. He did his part. No, you didn't, because you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This is I agree. Yeah, that's that's the only issue. And but it's also this is Julius Randle's first year with success. I'm not expecting him to to win the East. Like that that's just not not feasible right now. So and you're going up against a young team that's very fast paced. That and this is this is kind of like boxing where it like matchups make fights. Mm-hmm. And this is a bad matchup for New York. It's just this team plays such a different style of basketball than them that they just they're not able to keep up with them. Right, they've got old legs. I mean, like you're saying, Derrick Rose is their sixth man off the bench. Like they're not going to be able to keep pace with these young kids in, in Atlanta. Yeah, he may be their sixth man, but shoot, he just came off a 32 minute game. No, yeah, he, he's he 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 plays the most minutes, but he does come come off the bench. <laughs> got it. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay, I think we spent enough time on that one. I just gave Atlanta, New York, is is due. Yeah. Well. Give us your thoughts on the East side of things and just let us know down below. Especially, I know there's going to be a lot of comments on our take on what the NBA is today. Um, but definitely tune back in. The The West episode will be up soon, so you'll be able to see that. Um, and just let us know what you guys are thinking about 
about the NBA playoffs as a whole, the NBA as a whole. Just let's have a conversation down below. That's the point of this this channel, this podcast, community of sports fans having a discussion on sports. So um, definitely do that. Please, again, like, share, and subscribe. Um, and definitely make sure that you get it out to all your friends um, and let everybody know uh, what we're doing over here because these are interesting conversations that we're having here. And we want to continue doing this for you guys. Question of the night for you, everybody. Are super teams good or bad for the NBA? All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Uh, Thank you guys again for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Good night.